This podcast contains explicit content, language, and sexual situations. It is intended for adults 18 years of age and older. Views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are not those of any specific employer, group, or individual. Fed up with the rat race, we decided to sell everything and move to Cancun, Mexico. Now we do what we love. Work, party, and play at the Desire Resort. After 15 years in the lifestyle together, we thought we saw it all. But we were so wrong. So wrong. Oh my God, so wrong. Now we want to share the fun that we get to have every day. So come to Room 77. Let's play. All right, we started. I have so many gray hair. <laughs> I don't feel like I have to sh- tell you this. You're old. It's been like a week after my birthday and I have all these gray hair. That's what triggers it. Color it. That, I, that's what people do. Maybe. It's not something that nobody else deals with. <laughs> it's just a fact of life. It's not what I'm here to talk about. Okay. I just, today, first of all, I'm here to, to ask you a question because I don't even know the answer to this. Okay. Did you receive your Malibu Strings box? <laughs> oh, I texted them today, though. You did? Yeah, I got a little stern. Malibu Strings. Some of the bikini is inside of you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What if there are bikinis that had like an anal plug on it? That sounds crazy. And this is what I want to talk about. Crazy inside the lifestyle and inside the world. Okay. And because we've been doing this for so long, I thought we could maybe be immune to it. <laughs> Let me just enlighten our listener. I don't know who's insane here. So this is the situation that I want my listener to know because they need to know everything about me. Okay. And how insane I am. So about a week ago, I had said to you, I want to join Tinder. Uh-huh. Right? I want to try Tinder out. I want to see what it's about because our friend said you could possibly gain Instagram followers through doing Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, that sounds like a good idea. I don't really have anything to hide. I'll put a photo of us up and just see what happens. Right. So I set it up. I think I paid for it. And then what happens is I was just like, well, I'll just use it as a marketing tool. But then you start getting matches, right? <laughs> and you start clicking on That's them. That's after, like, we didn't even know how to slide. I have no idea how You're to work like, it. You're like, I super liked somebody. I super liked so many people. I had no idea. I basically just took any random person and said, I'm in love with you. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to swipe it that way. It so I funny. get a message back from uh, one of those people. I get a couple of messages to me. Uh, uh-huh, like uh, matches. Yeah, okay. matches. But then, then they send you a message like, hey, girl, what's up? Right. And I'm like, hey, dude. <laughs> And then there was this one or two single gals in there. Mm -hmm. And this one single gal came up as like a couple miles away and she's really, really cute. Uh So I said hi back. I was like, sup, girl. (laughs) Long story short, she started asking me questions about Desire. Do you work at Desire? What do you do there? What's your deal? You guys are really pretty. I would like to meet up with you guys. My first instinct was, this is bullshit. So she starts sending photos over to me. She's getting hotter by each photo. (laughs) It's getting hotter and hotter. And one of the things that I'll usually do, what I used to do in our other life when we used to use websites and stuff, and I thought somebody was fake, I would take that photo and I put it into Google image image search uh-huh. and see if it popped up. Pass the test. Right. Then she starts sending me photos of her at Desire. It's unmistakable. Right. So it's her. I can't find it on Google. And she is at Desire. She's in the beds. She's on the beach. I can see her. She says to me, I want to meet up with you guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know how this is going to work, but I would like to also meet up with you right this is like day one right and it starts getting hot and heavy I tell you i showed you pictures and you're like she's fake i'm yeah. like she's not i don't know if she is i don't yeah. think she is all right day two i ignore her because now i gotta play a little hard you're to playing get. Game. <laughs> it literally took one day and i'm addicted to tinder <laughs> addicted right 
So, uh, oh God. so she texts the next day and she's like, Hey, I want to come and see you guys. So we say, all right, how about tomorrow or the next day? She's like, yeah, I'm down. And it starts getting really hot and heavy. She's sending more pics and I- I'm just getting super turned on because I'm like, I think this chick is down and she's really cute and this could be something. So she says, it doesn't even matter if we go, how much time we spend at desire. As long as I get to hang out with you guys, super horny need to be with you guys i'm frantically (laughs) texting i text you from downstairs yeah i'm like hey i need to let you know i'm having a full-on affair (laughs) up here okay or down here wherever i was and i need your help (sighs) and you texted back go fuck yourself i'm busy I don't have time for your bullshit right like, now. I just need 10 more minutes. Right, but I'm having a full-on affair. She was staying in Tulum with her family, talking about how she tried to go out on a date the other night. Mm-hmm. The guy couldn't get hard. So then she makes that comment to me, I can't wait because that guy couldn't get hard. Oh, no. So then I start spinning. Tulum is two hours away. So now, from that moment, all I can think is, this girl is going to drive two hours. She's going to drive two hours, and if I don't get hard because I'm nervous, I, I, I'll, I'll kill myself. Right. I'm talking to you. You're like, don't worry about it. Just relax. Just shut it. Working on QuickBooks. I don't have time for this. <laughs> so I'm like, ah, oh, I just, you know, it's just so much pressure. Why do they say things like that? I would never say something like that to a woman to make her feel uncomfortable, like you wouldn't be performing enough. Mm-hmm. And I said, I wish I had that stuff that guys, they shoot in their penis. A bunch of guys that told me about some some of this stuff they use. They take a needle, they stick it in their penis. Oh lord! And it makes them hard, like rock hard. On like command. Oh yeah, just better than pills. Way better than pills. Okay. It's like magic. Okay. The downside to that: sticking a needle in your penis. You being the supportive wife that you are, you say, well, why don't you go get some? (laughs) Now, I forget that we are living in a land devoid of pharmaceutical laws and that I can actually just go to a store, cut out that whole doctor nonsense. Right. Just go just go to a pharmacy and say, hey, I don't know how to say this in Spanish, but can I have some of that stuff that you inject into your penis? Now, I don't recommend anybody does this without a doctor's consent, <laughs> without seeing a urologist, but I went and I bought the stuff. Right. I mean, when I say we buy it, I mean you because I was, <laughs> I was too embarrassed. Holding up my phone where it's typed in WhatsApp. Yeah. And I, this. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know who she needs this for, dude. <laughs> Not me. Come on, lady. Like I was your taxi driver. <laughs> so anyway, we get it. We come home and I say, all right, well, you're saying, do you feel better now? Because you have it in case of an emergency. I'm like, I don't know how to use it. Now I have a license and a doctorate <laughs> from Google and YouTube. Well, a graduate. Yeah. A graduate. YouTube. A minor in YouTube. Mm-hmm. I learned about this stuff, how to do it, how to dose it. Oh, I'm like, God. all right, I'm good. But now it's sitting. I can't do it for the first time in an emergency situation. We have to have a test run. Meanwhile, frantically texting with this girl. Mm-hmm. She has no idea that I'm going through madness on this end to make sure that I have a rock solid pull for her. <laughs> After her drive up from Tulum. Right. So it's stuff you got to mix it up like a chemist. It's like a play set. Take, <laughs> take some stuff off. You put some stuff in a liquid. You shake it all oh, about. God. And this is the part where I think you probably need a urologist. Uh-huh. Because I have no idea how much to do. I'm doing 19,000 different conversions here of MCGs to millimeters to, <laughs> to millimeters. 
milliliters, milliliters, milligrams, milligrams, whatever it was. Yeah. It just, none of it makes and sense CCs. to me. I came up with the perfect dosage that I think a doctor would prescribe. <laughs> <to me. laughs> if I was a doctor, this is what I would do. I think I got it perfect. <laughs> So I take my dosage and you say, are you going to do it? I'm like, yeah. Again, very supportive. You does the perfect white thing and leaves me and goes upstairs and says, good luck. <laughs> so I say, look, if I'm going to do this. you I'm Okay. You told me to don't not watch you inject your penis, though. That part is correct. So then I love. All right. But I did say to you, listen, lady. Mm hmm. I say to you, if I do this, I am going to have a penis that is going to be as hot. You could cut diamonds with my penis. I've seen this stuff work. It wasn't on YouTube. No, I've seen actual guys who use it at the resort. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The advice they gave me was, don't do it, man. Why? Well, because it really should only be used if you have like nerve damage and really serious uh, erectile dysfunction, not as, as a recreational drug. I found this to be serious, though. If a urologist saw her photos. Thank you. He'd be like. Here. Yeah. Here's you need some, it. Here's some samples. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want you to pay for it. Consultation's free. <laughs> so, all right. So I take the dosage and I say to you, listen, you're going to have to take care of this because this is going to be a really hard, out of control penis. Right. That's going to need have some, have some attention. It's not that I'm attracted to you. <laughs> This is an obligatory wife. It's just, it's part of the whole test. We yeah. got to take it on a full test drive, not just in the, the parking lot of the car dealership. This is true. You know how right. they do that? They keep you in the parking lot and you're like, can I take it on the road? He's like, well, I need your license. Fuck you, man. Come on, Bill. I'm not buying a car because I can parallel park here. <laughs> So I follow the instructions from what I learned in med school and I take the thing and I put it in. I'm not even going to describe that part. And I go back to doing what I'm doing because it, it takes like 10 minutes to work. I think I was editing at that. I feel a little stir, a little stirring down there. It's fucking where something's happening. So I run upstairs immediately to you and I say, something's happening. We are at DEF CON. It is DEF CON 4. Or one. I don't know what the more important one is. I'm like, it's happening. It's only going to be minutes before I am so hard. I, I run upstairs. I'm going to take a shower because I haven't showered yet. So I go upstairs and I start taking a shower. I start taking off my clothes to take a shower. And my penis at this point. <laughs> no. So my penis at this point is getting erect on one side. <laughs> halfway. So I look down and... It looks like a perfect C. It's as if my penis was throwing a gang sign. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't get it to straighten out. Obviously, I did something wrong. Now this, now I'm half hard. My, my penis is throwing a C and I start flop sweating. So we both wind up sitting on the couch. I realized after about 10 minutes of math that I took about 5% of what I should have shot inside of my penis. That makes sense. Only 5% of it got hard. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but I was like, but it works. I feel good. Now this girl comes up tomorrow and I know what the actual dosage is. I know it's sitting there. I can make all of this work. Go to bed. I'm calm. Everything's great. I go downstairs in the morning, open my phone because she had given me her, her number, her real number. So I'm going to text her to uh, set up plans for her to come up here and see my <laughs> chemically induced hard penis. I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to tell her that part, but she's going to be like, holy shit, this guy is hard all the time. What? I'm so glad that I drove two hours all the way from Tulum to be with this stud. <laughs> This is what I wish happened. With that other guy that I went out with. Yeah. Boy, was I right. 
This yeah. is the best decision I ever made in my life. So you open your phone. Right. So I open my phone because I'm confidently like, hey, when are you coming up here? Because I got a hard cock waiting for you. <laughs> in the fridge. I open my phone, go to text her. She's gone. Vanished. Wait. Ghosted. She's off t- off Tinder. Her, her profile was going on Tinder? I thought she just didn't return your text. Text, profile picture, gone. Text, unchecked, like blocked. Tinder, gone. Vanish. Ghosted. Again, 16 years of this shit, and I should know better. I should know better. You have those instincts. This isn't real. This You're being set up, you fucking idiot. Yeah. So then you sit back, and after I get pissed off about it, because I can't believe I was fooled, the question is, I'm crazier than she is, or he is, or whoever it was. And what led, because you had asked her something, what is your Instagram? Well, that was the last question we were talking about was Instagram. And I was like, what's your Instagram? And she's like, I haven't used it in a while. Ah. And that was the last message before I went to sleep and then woke up. Poof. Like Kaiser Soze. Who's the crazy person? A person that's making up a life and leading people on or the random person that went to a pharmacy and <laughs> shot drugs inside of his penis. There's equal amounts of crazy there. I am crazy. Oh. She or he is crazy. You are crazy for letting me do it. It's it's fun to go through the crazy every now and again because it just reminds you. It doesn't matter how long it's been. You're still. Yeah, I still get fooled, man. Yeah. It's still all new and, you know, everyone's going through the same stuff, whether it's one year or 16. I met some dude at the resort this week at RM. We spent some time with him, a really nice couple, and he was actually having some erection problems. Yeah, and they're like in year one. Yeah, it just didn't make sense to him. He just jumped into the lifestyle and the, the whole performance anxiety didn't really make sense to him. Like he didn't understand. He was like, I took 50 Viagra last night. <laughs> like, don't do that again. It's not if it doesn't Surprised work. Surprised you yeah. didn't pass out, but but I had a long talk with him. And I told him I was like, I need you to listen to the next episode because I have a story that you're not going to fucking believe when it comes to this. <laughs> so not know that you're not the only one. There are a lot of guys out there that that just are anxiety ridden over it. Crazy's everywhere, man. Yeah, I embrace our little crazy. Well, anyway, if anybody wants to fuck, I still have half a vial left of this stuff. <laughs> it goes bad in two, two so, months. <laughs> I don't want it to go to waste. It was like 50 bucks. It's got about two months shelf life in the fridge. <laughs> if you need a really, really hard cock, let me know. Oh, God, and that sounds so naughty. That is all. <laughs> can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I don't know. You know what I miss a lot is comfortable furniture. <laughs> I'm in a chair that I'm trying not to make the back squeak. Everything I use in this Mexican house needs a pillow under it or over it or somewhere <laughs> around it. I can't seem to ever get comfortable. Do you want another pillow? No. That'd be too much pillow. <laughs> Maybe that's too much pillow. So, hi. Hi. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah, I'm you're, pretty good. You're probably still anxiety ridden from almost getting killed at the resort. You're almost murdered. Hey. Some lady. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I blame this one on me. Yeah, Uh, you should. It's totally your fault. Okay. Well, that ends this episode. (laughs) (laughs) We got to fill people in on how you're almost murdered. Okay. Let's talk about it. How you're almost on Dateline 48 hours. Desire. (laughs) I'm going to give you my version of the story. Well, I'm going to tell you what I saw. I was... For the first time in ever, we were approached by a woman who was like, you take your goddamn hands 
off of my husband or I'm going to kill you. I don't think those words were said, but it was sort of like that. I was alone by myself with this happening. So like I ran out to you giving you some sort of rapid baseball signals. Like I need you to zip it and stop what you're doing. Talking to those people. I need you to come help me stat. Yeah, you were having some problems. And I said, what's wrong? You said that woman just pinched my arm. I don't know what you, what she did. She came out. Anyway, this is what happened. You're almost murdered. Yeah, let's not negate that. Earlier, we had seen a couple that we had seen before. And they were in the jacuzzi. And we were in the jacuzzi. We were hanging out with friends. And they were just sort of floating around and doing their thing and whatever. You know, one thing leads to another. And you're jerking off her husband. With her. With her. Well, I know. I know. So you're in the hot tub. And he was sitting on that those cement stools. Yeah. Which feels a lot like what I'm sitting on now. <laughs> And we were talking about the workshop or whatever. He says, we missed the man day or something like that. I don't know. And I tried to talk to her the whole day, you know, just to be nice because this, the, I know that this couple came to the workshop once. They tried to come two other times. It was full. They couldn't get in. He has a very different personality than she has. It was odd to us that they were, they had this sort of disposition of stay away from us. Yeah. I actually got the opposite impression. Like I thought, Wow, it's been enough times that we've met them. She's starting to warm up to me. And I really believe that in the jacuzzi. And I thought that they were asking about a private because they seemed to keep missing the workshops. That would have went over well. Yeah, I might have died. When I was, you know, explaining it and stuff, and I was like, we, it's about slowing down and touching it. I started touching her first and just touching the arm. And I was taking his hand and, and touching her and really looking at her her and trying to connect with her so that when we did end up going to the cock and touching it together, I was like, we're bonding. I <laughs> truly believe that in my heart. You know, with this woman, she said, well, maybe you can give me some pointers. Yeah. And she started to jerk him off. You looked at me. I was like, yeah, go ahead. And then you put your hand on top of her hand. I think maybe for a good 10 seconds, maybe. Mm -hmm. Really no more than that. You were doing that with her. Right. Now, everybody goes their own way. I don't know why I said it Italian. <laughs> everybody goes their own way. <laughs> everybody goes their own way. We start talking to our friends. They go back to whatever it is they were doing. I don't really know. And, uh, and that was it. Now, fast forward, like three, four, maybe even five hours later. Yeah. You're in the discotheca. See? You're dancing or whatever it is you do. I don't know what you do while you're in there. You walk outside and you start talking to somebody and then this woman comes over to you and she pinches your arm and she says stay away from my husband i saw you you grabbed now you weren't anywhere near him no they were actually on the dance floor and i wasn't even dancing yet i was still in the back trying to get a drink we were walking out as at that point we were walking out as like a foursome or yeah. something and then she, someone stops asking a question so and i kept walking because i like to leave you behind yeah. when you start talking right because i, don't have, I know I don't have time to talk to every single person in the resort. Uh, I, I see do. you. You have panicked eyes. You come over to me and you're like, hey, something weird is going on. Yeah. I said, whoa, 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 what's, what's going on? You explained to me what just happened. And I, I said, who, who did this? And I look over and it's that couple that was, that was in the hot tub. I said, oh, well, I'll fix this. Yeah. I know these people. Yes, surely there was a misunderstanding. But first, did you touch anybody? And you're like, no, of course I didn't. Like, all right. So I walk over. I say, hey, what seems to be the problem, ma'am? <laughs> like, 
like, like a police officer. Like, like I'm, a, I'm a, a police officer on his beat at Desire. Yeah, sure. What seems to be the problem, ma'am? That'd be awesome. She says, you stay away from my husband's cock, which I thought was an odd choice of words because she didn't really mention a lot, a lot of other parts of his body. Right? She said, you stay away from my husband's cock. Did she say, I know you want his cock? No. Oh. Uh, well, she said, I know you have been after my, after husband. my husband. Every time we come to this resort, <laughs> you have been after my husband. <laughs> she walks away. Then her husband starts walking away. And I look at him like, what's going on, man? Because he's not saying anything. Right. And she keeps walking. And then she turns around for her husband because I'm a moron. I look at her. I'm like, did you want to talk to me more? Oh, no. She's like, no, I'm waiting for him. Don't you dare leave me. Not follow me. That's what she said. <laughs> no, that's right. She said, you better follow you me. You better follow me right now. And he did. He followed her. So we reconvened. And that was about it. And we were like, I, I don't know what was happening. What happened in that jacuzzi replayed in her head. It was like she ate bad food. Yeah, like bad mushrooms. Yeah, she ate some bad food. That was the jacuzzi. And then it just didn't sit well with her. And then she had explosive mouth diarrhea. Yeah, that she had explosive mouth diarrhea. But it also made her hallucinate as to what happened when and how. That's the mushrooms. Maybe she had a fever. I don't know. So we we sat and we we talked about it for a little bit. And we're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because this is really impossible. As I'm saying that... Out of my peripheral, I see her come back. Now she's she coming back for a second. She came back, right? And I see her out of my peripheral. We're, we're still talking. Now she doesn't look angry. She doesn't look happy. Like she looks like Nipsey. Like she lost her dog. Nipsey. Where'd you go, Nipsey? That's how she was walking around the lobby. Panic. A little bit panicked, but not like on a rampage. Right. Uh And then she walks and then she she looks at us and then she goes into the discotheca. And I was like, oh, I guess they've worked it out and he he won't be far behind. And uh, this is going to be awkward for the rest of the night. (laughs) So she comes out of the disco, comes back over to us. Her eyes were no joke, though. And she says, I would like to talk to you, too, when you (laughs) when you have a minute. I felt like, excuse me, ma'am, can I pat you down first? Here's where where I, again, make a huge mistake. Because after she says, can I talk to you too? I think here comes the apology. No, no. Here comes, you know what? She went back to her room. She thought about it and said to herself, you know what? I'm being absolutely ridiculous. That happened hours ago. And for some reason, I made something up in my head that didn't happen. Blame them for it. Okay, I am ready for your apology in three, two, one. Can I help you, ma'am? And she said, every time we come to this resort, you are after my husband's cock. You want my husband's cock. Stay away from my husband's cock. Then she throws this curveball. She says, every time, that time when you were here, you both touched his cock. And I looked at her for a second. (laughs) I'm like, I've done a lot of stuff. (laughs) I cannot confirm or deny that that's true. true. So I say to her, let's focus on tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell you what happened five months ago or past that. yeah. Yeah, it's I have no idea. I said, look, lady, you need to take all of your imagination and all of your anger and all this stuff that you're making up in your head and go back to your room and tell your husband because I I don't really I don't want to hear about your marital problems because that's basically what this is. Go take it back to your place. Right. I can't help you, ma'am. And she says, she looks at me, she says, I am not leaving. I said, well, I'm not leaving either. (laughs) And we stood there and stared at one another. 
while our friends are waiting for us. I know. Two steps wait. away. I'm like, well, she's just going to stand here. Anyway, I think we ended it in a very mature way. I walk away. Yeah. And then she walks away and it ended maturely like this. <laughs> I said, you left. And she said, you left first. <laughs> that was the best. <laughs> My leaving was only was only two steps back. Your leaving was more dramatic and more down the lobby. So yeah. you actually left. So I did technically leave first, but I didn't, if had I known it was a staring contest and not a vicinity contest, like I would have held out a little bit longer. I ran into the guy the next day. Of the, of the don't touch my husband's cock? I ran into the cock part of that equation. Uh, <laughs> Literally. I, I go into the bathroom and he comes in. And now again, I expect he's going to be like, hey man. Yo, like, um, she's just really drunk last night. Sorry about that or whatever. Right. Well, he did say, I'm sorry. He said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He said, I'm sorry about 900 times. And I was like, no, 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 it's all cool. It's all cool. I was like, look, we just, we don't want to upset anybody. We don't want to make anyone feel the way she felt. I, I, we don't understand really what was going on in her head. What we do want to know is everything. Okay. Right now. He said, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. She's totally fine. Okay. And I say, all right, well, I just want to make sure, you know, cause we're going to be around here i said i just want to make sure that's not going to happen again she says i i don't know i hope not oh god it's not <laughs> bless his heart you just uh... i hope not <laughs> no next time don't touch his cock just his asshole don't touch his asshole <laughs> so we had talked about dealing with crazy inside the lifestyle because you know, the first misstep for me in that particular situation is trying to get her on my side. Yeah. Right. And I now totally. it's just like ego and you're like, I'm going to make her like me. I'm going to make her like me. I yeah. want, you know, her husband's this and he's nice, nice guy. I always laugh and joke with him and I just want her to like me. Always listen to your instincts. Even if you feel like something's not just isn't right, don't even get involved a little bit because getting that kind of resistance, there's obviously something wrong. Just sometimes crazy is crazy. Relationship. Relationship problems are one thing, and then there's crazy, and there's that crazy that's drunk crazy, which is even crazier than crazy. The next night, we were confronted with a couple that we've known for a while, and they were fighting. Yeah. It yeah. was crazy. Like, she was off the deep end. He was insanely calm. <laughs> right. I know, right? I, at, at one point, tried to get in the middle and fix it or help them fix their problem. Not in a very, you're right, you're wrong. I, I just tried to say, how can we squash this right now? And mm -hmm. she was talking to me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, first of all, I thought she was going to punch me in the face. Just because, not because I was making her angry, but because she was so angry. Yeah. I thought she was going to punch me in the face. She was like in my face explaining her position, which, by the way, her body's pretty hot. Yeah. Right? And I love her boobies. I yeah, really sexy, right? Yeah. So she's screaming at me, but it's naked in the jacuzzi and she's sort of rubbing up against me. And I'm kind of getting turned on. And at the same time, I keep looking at him who's across the way on a bed and I'm holding my hands up in the air. <laughs> Because I'm kind of getting turned on because she's rubbing up against me. But I'm holding my hands up like, not touching her. No, not, not touching her. Talking about it, me too. You got good instincts on that one. I did? Yeah, the hands up part. Yeah, I was like, I am not getting turned on. I was a little bit. I'm not getting turned. I am not touching her under the water. <laughs> Your penis is just like rising up. Well, she kept like, I don't know. She just felt good. She's screaming and I'm feeling her titties rub up against my <laughs> chest. <laughs> And I'm like, ah, oh, she feels really soft. 
It's so stupid. You're, no, it's not stupid. It's just there's so much wrong with you. Thank God I did that because there was a guy that got up close to her about an hour later and he came into the jacuzzi like a dolphin and went right over and got really angry. Yeah. My instinct should have told me, just don't get involved. Don't go in there and try to say something good. Don't try to get them to make up. I mean, I should have left it where I left it, which was don't make any decisions tonight. Mm -hmm. And then been went on my merry way. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. That's my advice for, for crazy. Remember meeting the crazy Russian guy that I said we shouldn't go anywhere near him yes. and then smash cut to us in his room where he's smashing a bottle up against the wall and cuts all of our feet. <laughs> yeah. like, like tiptoeing out and bleeding. On. Like I knew sometimes I'm like, but how crazy? <laughs> it's just hard to deal with crazy inside of the, the lifestyle. Speaking of crazy, did you, did you want to hear something crazy that happened to me in the workshop? Is it the story that you already told me? Yeah. Which one? The gum. That's not crazy. Just because you've, you sat in gum. I didn't sit on it. Someone dropped their gum while I was bent over in my legs. That's what you get for working naked. It's absurd. <laughs> All right, what room are you in? Uh, 62. All right, we are here with room 62. And so when you, when you encounter crazy... Fucking crazy people. Yeah. Uh, how other you, than my wife. Other than than your wife. Okay. Who pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> pretty <fucking> crazy. <laughs> the hot crazy scale get tens across the board. Yeah. So how do you deal with crazy? The other girl tried to fight me over Drew flirting with another girl because I like to watch. <laughs> I like to watch. We're at a club. I look over. This girl grabs me behind the dress and goes, "You better think about what you guys are doing." And I'm like, "I'm watching my husband flirt with a girl because I told him to." What are you doing? <laughs> He's so good. Like, I don't deal with conflict. I don't deal with, like, very well. But he's so good. Like, like he handles everything. Well, How do well. you usually handle crazy or drama? Um, I just kind of, like, pull... I, like, what I'll do is I'll... If there's a party or something, I'll just, like, pull everything aside. I'll be like, hey, listen, like, this isn't working. If it's really bad, I'll be like, hey, listen, you have to go. <laughs> um, everyone knows, like, I have... My princess is my princess. And everyone else is second. So if there's, like, an issue or drama, something going on, I'll just... I have no problem flat out being like, hey, listen, like, you need to go. My wife's actually a, a horny 13-year-old boy. Is I see what my wife is. So we'll have Bailey, all right, we're not hooking up with her again. All of a sudden, the door knocks. I go, babe, what happened? She goes, well, like, she looked pretty last night. I was like, not <laughs> But anyway, so how does he handle crazy? I'm the craziest bitch in the world. Hey, it's Richard here and Lauren. Hi. Hello. So you guys, are we allowed to know that you're in Vegas? You are allowed to know we're in Vegas. Or is everybody, is anybody else allowed to know you're in Vegas? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Except for those CIA operatives. No, we don't know any that we know of. I mean, if they're really good CIA operatives. You shouldn't know. Yeah, we don't know that they're CIA <laughs> operatives. So we, we just got a text from you guys. And Lauren said that you're up some money. Yeah, we had a good day today. Did you bet on the Eagles? We, well, I'm a Bears fan. So no, God. I lost my... I lost everything I bet on that. Why would you bet against St. Nick Foles? Yeah. You know, they do say he's got like a 10-inch cock. <laughs> Sometimes that's how he throws the ball. Yeah, his yeah. nickname is Big Dick Nick. Is it really? Yeah, no, yeah, Google that. You'll find, yeah, that's the truth. Now I have to end this interview and just go Google <laughs> Nick Foles' cock. I, I think it's fun what kind of facts my husband knows. <laughs> 
that proves <laughs> there's no God because guy like me should have a giant cock, not him that's got everything else. I agree with you, my friend. <laughs> in fact, in fact, not only do I agree with you, I know that there's a celibate monk out there somewhere <laughs> with a with a giant cock. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to Room 77. We're really happy. You guys are one of the people that wrote a review on iTunes. And I'm going to just read that review quickly so that our listener knows. It says, you two are still fairly new to the podcast world, but have definitely figured it all out. Now, that first statement... It got us on the show. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> but I got to tell you, we, we don't have much figured out. All right. Second second part, you say they bring whimsical and witty banter mixed in with short interviews with the resort guests in each episode. That part is true. Whimsical. I don't know how witty. Kind of stupid. <laughs> next, next part is they give you a real feel for the lifestyle and the resort without being pedantic. Now, we love that word pedantic. We still are not sure how to use it in a sentence. So we're assuming that you did use it correctly. <laughs> solely basing that on my Google interpretation of the the definition of the word. I am with you. I have to keep Googling it because (laughs) we still are like, wait, is that right? Uh, Honey, I'm talking to you. Your tit is hanging out. Oh, Again, you're a whore. All right. And then the last part, it says the only thing better than listening is seeing them in person. Now, I I'm going to go on a limb. (laughs) Mostly me. Uh... When we we took your seminar and and I, I remember Lauren, Lauren coming over to us. I do not mm-hmm. remember you being there. You may have been. All right. Moving on to the next segment. Wow. So this is what we're going to do. We don't really know where you fall on the on the swinger scale, but we came up with a little chart for ourselves. Here's what you can wind up with. You can wind up with vanilla, vanilla curious, vanilla swirl, swinger double D, which is a deep denial swinger, a semi-flaccid swinger. A full-blown, full-swap swinger, or a walking orgasm. We're going to ask you a few questions, and we're going to try to determine where you fall on that scale and what your swinger footprint is. Sort of like a... Carbon. Sort of like a carbon (laughs) footprint. Okay. Lauren, do you want to begin with these two lovely people, and then we're going to get into where you are and what the fuck you're doing. Okay. Okay. So, first question, are you guys married? Yes. Okay. Hesitation there. I need my pen. I need my pen. Yeah, you got to write this. I have to write numbers down that don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. All right. We're married. I'm giving them three points. Okay. (laughs) How long have you been together? 18 years. 18 years? No, married 18 years. Been together 20 years. Oh, I'm taking off four points then. (laughs) (laughs) No. All right. I'm giving them 17 points for that. Do you sleep naked? Yes. How many points do they get for the naked one? They get 15 points. 15 points. All right. 15. (laughs) All right. Here's a question I got for you. Do you have a jacuzzi anywhere in your house or on your property? No. No. Oh, there's negative five. (laughs) Negative five. Okay. This one is a multiple choice. How often do you go to bars or clubs? A, never. B, at least once within the last six months. Or C, you have to wrap up this interview because you're next on the poll. (laughs) (laughs) B. When's the last time you or your wife got a lap dance? Oh, shit. (laughs) Yesterday. (laughs) All right, yesterday. That's That's 190 points for that answer. I like that. There you go. All right, next question. How many apps on your phone require a password to open? Two. Two. 
Two. All right. Okay. So what percentage of photos can people see from your vacations? A, 25%. B, 50%. Or C, we tell people we dropped our phone in the pool. A, 25%. The last time we went to Mexico, we stayed at the Ritz the night before and took a whole bunch of photos to show people. Now you just told everyone your secret. (laughs) All right, I don't even know if I have to go on with any more of these questions. <laughs> All right, so I am going to add up my... I'm going to go... I was even going to go with that no, one. No, no, that's wrong. Okay. You're wrong. Okay. Oh. I am going to say that you two fall under full-blown, full-swap swingers with a swinger footprint of 557. That's close, probably. <laughs> are you Are you less than that? Are you a semi-flaccid swinger? Not semi-flaccid. A deep denial swinger? In the last how many months would we have moved yeah. up the rank? How many times have you been with other partners within the last two months? Two. Two. Oh, yeah. You guys are whores. I mean, there's really no... <laughs> There's, I mean, come on. I, I don't even think we've been with two two but couples know, in the last right? two months. But there is a caveat. They were our first two. Oh, all right. Oh. So that's my next question. Now, now, how long have you been doing this? Uh, we went to Pearl, which was our first hoe in the water back in May. You do the percentage on that. What is that, like 20% a year? Yeah, we're on fire. Yeah, yeah you are. You're doing it. <laughs> Like, there's no way we could keep up with this pace. <laughs> no, you'll be fine. I, I, I can, I can feel it in you guys. Now, right now, you are not in where you live, but you are, you are visiting Vegas right now, right? Correct. Have you been to Vegas since you've been in the lifestyle? First time. Does it feel different now that you walk around? And you're like, oh, oh, him, oh, her. Yeah, yeah. We, we definitely. You definitely start looking at people, you know, you're sitting at the sports book bar having a drink or playing poker machines. You kind of look over and you, you have other feelings than probably what you did before. Yeah. And Vegas is dangerous like that because everybody seems like they want to have sex with you. <laughs> well, I can't speak for my wife, but I'm pretty sure everybody does want to have sex with me. I can only hear you and I want to have <laughs> sex with you. <laughs> Let's turn the conversation back to me. <laughs> Now, when you guys came, you did you do you did one or two of the workshops? One. We did the female. Did we talk? Did you talk to me or Lauren? No, not really. I knew you were an A-list celebrity and I was really intimidated. <laughs> yeah. A. <laughs> a, a for asshole. <laughs> um, so, funny. so you didn't really you didn't really talk to us. Honestly, the day that we went to your seminar, that was our that was day one, right? Like we got there at ten in the morning. Yeah, that was our first day too, and that was our first time ever being at a resort like that or being that close to lifestyle even. So we were um, as quiet as little church mice. And we right? we oh stepped back to the back of the room. Like I'm gonna just sneak over here in the corner because that way no one will see me. Did I say anything to you? Yeah, you, know, you were very, very standoffish. You probably scared me. <laughs> <laughs> Those yellow bands are scary. <laughs> All right, so we didn't, so we definitely did not have sex with you. No. No. She hesitated. Yeah, she, no, you did. did. Well, so I did because <laughs> I did hesitate. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, I, but I heard about sex with you. You did? We, we know did. people yeah. that spit time with you. Oh, this is getting oh, I like very it. interesting. We told, we're like, wait, you have to see this couple. They'll come out tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And they'll tell about what they do. Oh, no, we pumped you guys up. And then they, 
Like, you this gig, like, probably as good as any manager you've worked with in LA. You pimped us out. I totally pimped your asses out. All right. We don't have to know who because we don't really believe in kiss and tell. But they obviously did. Yeah, they obviously (laughs) did. I stayed awake longer than I ever would have, only to hear more details. And we're obviously not that good of a lay anyway. I don't know. This is what scares me. Was it a good time? Was it because you never know with us? I think they enjoyed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I think everybody was happy. Now I'm turning oh, red. You can't see it. No, I, they, no. You got, everybody got good reviews. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. So wait. All right. How did you guys wind up at Desire? It, it was me. And, and we had we'd kind of, you know, talked about doing some stuff, lifestyle and this and that. And then... I looked it up and we were, we had both heard it on a, on a different podcast about desire. And then I just told her, I said, Hey, if I book something adults only, would you be up for it? And she said, yeah. And so that gave me the green light to go ahead and do it. About the week before I started freaking out. <laughs> the and I got in the lobby and was pretty sure I was going to puke right there. In the lobby. <laughs> we got, sat us down, gave us our little flutes of champagne. And we were both about to throw up all over the, the oh, lobby. No. Oh, no. Class, what, a couple hours later. Yeah. Yeah, eight hours later, we're in your seminar. I'm guessing you guys are still together. So yeah, that's so good. far, yeah. That's a good sign. <laughs> there anything that sort of blown you away as far as you never thought that it would be like this? Or is there a negative side where you're like, we didn't really, we didn't see that part of it coming? The thing is learning same room and versus separate rooms or playing. Like that's been a learning curve for us. Do you have a preference? So I thought I did. Uh-huh. So I thought I would want two rooms. And um, I discovered quickly I did not. You thought you wanted to be in separate rooms? I did. I did. Confuses me. I I know. Maybe. Did it confuse you? I don't care. (laughs) It's like whatever makes you happy, baby. (laughs) What was it that about, was it less pressure because he wasn't there or... What, what was it that made you drawn to separate rooms at first? We were with a couple that preferred separate rooms, and we kind of just went with it and thought, well, maybe that will. I th- no, I th- actually think I pushed that. Okay. <laughs> but they liked but it, that too. Is their, yeah, that they, is they liked it. When, when did you realize you were wrong? Immediately for me, I realized that was the wrong decision. Somewhere I was already in the, in the midst of it. Yeah, somewhere in the thrusting is when somewhere you decided. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And how was your experience in, with her in, in the other room separately? <laughs> it was okay, but having done it both ways now, I, I much prefer the same room. What made you prefer in your mind to be alone? What was it that made you think, I would rather be alone? I thought maybe it would be a disconnect. Like it would almost just be sex. I get that. It just like it just wasn't as intimate that way and it wasn't something we shared. Well, and- yeah, then you're nothing then you're just like getting it over with. It was a terrible fucking decision. She should have called me. Karen, everybody's Karen and Jeff. Karen, you should have <laughs> called me. <laughs> yeah such like a different fun part of my life that I feel like I can separate it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I thought I could do that. It wasn't the case. It's like, it's just more of a free pass sex thing instead of like a foursome feeling. Yeah. I and that, that togetherness is an inti- intimacy that, I mean, waxes and wanes over 20 years, right? And yeah. Has brought more back and more conversation and more honesty than probably ever. Right. Yeah. It opens up a lot. It makes Vegas real different, doesn't it? Yeah. We're with a group of friends and, and they all leave tomorrow so how long are you going to be alone in vegas after they leave your friends two days oh that's enough to get in trouble yeah that's that's way enough all right now do you guys have any 
any questions or anything that you wanted to ask us or talk to us about. We were discussing you and your podcast, and this was, I don't know, 1st of December, and mm-hmm. I looked up on IM. I'm like, oh my gosh, you need to record Nanny for Christmas. Oh, God. <laughs> How was it filming Nanny for Christmas? Those movies are crap. <laughs> so I mean, they're just absolute crap. I don't even think I read it. I just they just asked, "Will you do this for this amount of money?" And I said, "Yeah, I'll do it because I needed the cash." The best thing that I got out of that was meeting uh, Emmanuel Vaugier, which which was the the co-star, and that's where I met her. I wound up doing another crap movie with her like two years later, but <laughs> she wound up one of being one of my close friends uh, that's and hung, hung out with me and Lauren. And uh, was Dean Kane in that movie? Yes, he was. I think Dean Kane is supposed to have a giant cock too. <laughs> He's talking about his house in Tuscany and all the places he travels. And because he owned like that show, Believe It or Not, Ripley's Believe It or Not or something. So he had more money than God. And I just remember him talking to me with his handsome fucking face (laughs) and thinking (laughs) all of your money. And you have a giant cock. I know you do because people talk about it. So there's another one for the list. Yeah. Him and Nick Foles. All right. You hot, sloppy swingers. Have fun (laughs) with the rest of your trip. Please try to have sex with somebody before you leave Vegas because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So you do whatever you want there. That sounds good. It was great talking to you guys. Your podcast is great. And I travel a lot for work and listen to different podcasts and stuff. And there's some that are some people that get it and know how to do it and make the audio worthwhile to listen to and have good content. And and you guys have definitely tuned into that. So you're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you you so much. Even to the same, if you've been comparing it to other lifestyles, or similar podcasts like it's just so much more relaxed and truthful I feel like and it doesn't feel preachy and you're not saying you need to do this there's a genuine interest that you still have in learning how people get it into the lifestyle and how it works for them and I feel like it's just much more honest and anytime you make Lauren laugh it <laughs> brightens up the whole thing she's got the greatest <laughs> laugh in the world thanks so much thanks for writing the review thanks for being <laughs> such good sports and, and, and doing listening. this with us and thanks you for listening and make sure to tell all all your disgusting friends about us, please. We will do it. We'll do it. We'll get you more dates. Yay! <laughs> Bye, guys. All right. Bye. What room are you staying in? 2101. Can you give me the definition of the word pedantic? No. Do you know the definition of the word pedantic? No, I don't. Anyone here know that? I'm getting a bunch of nodding no's. What room are you in? 1011. Do you know what the word pedantic means? I could pretend to, but... Something to do with feet? (laughs) Can you spell the word pedantic? P-E-D-A-N-T-I-C? That might be correct. (laughs) What room are you staying in here now? We are at 2502 here. But when you're a pro, what room do you love? We love 77. Yeah, you do. All right, if you had to lie and use it in a sentence, what would you say? Please, pedantic. Doesn't work, but you're pretty enough that I'll take it. (laughs) All right, what room are you in? 1502. Do you know what the word pedantic means? Uh, uh. Do you know what the word pedantic means? I, a, of a uh, long or uh, like excessively long or descriptive. Did you just look it up? I actually did Google it. What room are you guys in? Twelve eleven. Can you tell me what the word pedantic means? Absolutely not. Do you know what the word pedantic means? No, I do not. No, no guess. Could no, you I use? Got so I'm guessing you couldn't use it in a sentence. I could bullshit you. Let's sure. bullshit. Let's say let use pedantic in a sentence just to guess. I'm very pedantic when I drink too much. That is true, actually. Oh. All right. So what have we learned? 
to recognize crazy and try to not get involved in crazy. Yeah, try not to because you can't make friends with everybody. And if you see that woman and that man again, please don't touch his penis. <laughs> I got it. Because she's going to murder us. Yeah. In our sleep. I just, I felt, I felt really bad. You didn't do anything wrong. I know, but I, I know. I know, but I felt bad trying to think I could win her over. Some people you can't. Yeah. You just and can't. I just have to walk away from it. You're just I never going to win as, as hard as you try. If somebody really just doesn't want to like you for a made up reason, then they don't want to like you. Right. So Because that's why they're making up a reason to do so. I just need you to stay away from his cock. Don't you touch his cock because you want his cock. Also, relationships. You can't fix relationships in the middle of a lifestyle situation. So just say something vague and nice. <laughs> Tell and, them you love them. And back away. <laughs> We also learned that some, we don't like to kiss and tell, but apparently some people do about <laughs> us. <laughs> so that's all right. Uh, no one knows what the word pedantic means. Except for bed hoppers. All right. What else? We got another Patreon supporter for someone who just decided to give us $5. For no reason whatsoever. I, I, I love it. Carl, I, thank you. Carl, why are you sending money to strangers? <laughs> We're going to have to have a talk about this. All right. Yeah. Thank you for that. The affiliate, again, if you book through Desire and you go to our website, please try to book through us. It's how we get money to buy guns and drugs. So go check us out. Maybe more penis injections. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we'll put that as part of the package. <laughs> I'll just throw it in the gift bag. Oh my god, it'd be awesome. Not a bad idea. Thanks, guys. And that about does it for us. For more information, photos, or to contact us, go to room77podcast.com. Thanks for stopping by Room 77. We had a blast. Now get your clothes and get out.